2: just I wonder how Joe Biden's brother's house so on Kiwaden Island is doing. You know, this is an interesting story about that scum Irish gangster family. His brother has a house on Kiwaden Island, which if you know anything about the southwest coast of Florida, it's, a, it's a very um, it's a unique island. Most people who have real estate there are wealthy and live in Port Royal. And the island doesn't have the kind of property values the rest of the Southwest Florida has because it's very remote, and you can only get to it by boat. And during the time before the, the boom, on Joe Biden's brother's house, it had a mortgage, even though the property value was roughly 750 to 850,000 dollars it had a countrywide mortgage on it for three million dollars. It used to be considered a scandal because what that means is they use their political corruption to leverage debt on an asset that was not nearly worth... You know, the thing that the, the New York girl is trying to accuse Trump of? This is what the Biden family did on a very remote, tiny house that on a separate island called Kewaden Island. It's a very interesting story. I hope it made it through the hurricane. Because aside from that, it was the only thing that ever really came out of the Bidens in southwest Florida, aside from an opportunity to expose themselves as the corrupt gangsters they are. Now, if you listen to me, you know there is no such thing as a Democrat. It is an admission of American La Cosa Nostra. It is organized crime. It's that simple. And every once in a while, they're caught on a hot mic showing themselves to be the two-bit, half-ass, short-in-the-pants Irish gangsters that they are. It really, I like when they do it, talking to another one. So there's only a very small amount of Democrats in southwest Florida. Fort Myers has arguably... The largest population. In fact, they have a mayor, part of the short in the pants Irish Mafia, Democrat, named Ray Murphy. So he got to kiss the ring of the big honcho, the guy with the wet pants, even though he didn't w- walk in the water or wasn't trapped in a flood, his name is Joe Biden. And on a hot mic, they talk a little gangster. No, no
3: one's f- on the Biden. Yeah, goddamn right <laughs> and, and I can't argue with the brothers outside the house. That's exactly right.
2: That's exactly right. Now what he said is, Nobody F's with the Bidens. And then the kiss-ass, short-in-the-pants Irish gangster named Ray Murphy, who wants a little bit of that welfare cheese that's all going to get doled out next couple of days, he said, Ed's damn right. Ed's damn right. And you never argue with your brother outside of the house. These are all, these are, this is tips, baby. You think that the Untouchables with Al Capone and, and, and Robert De Niro playing them, you think that's the Chicago Mafia? No, 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 no. It's not, it's way, way bigger than Chicago. This is the American La Cosa Nostra. And they get to go down there during this tragedy. And then pretend, this is the most interesting part, that the government is going to rebuild. Build back better was a phrase he said today. I'm going to rescue your ears from listening to this swindler pig. Build back better because we're Americans. That's what we do. And I was thinking to myself, the government didn't build jack in southwest Florida. Nothing. Government doesn't do it. The people did it, just like they do everywhere. The government doesn't do anything for the American people except waste its money, misappropriate its funds, and corrupt economies. That's why the real news is that the U.S. debt admits that it can no longer hide 31 Trillion dollars and over a trillion in interest. Now, I said this yesterday and people get upset. Oh, why do you keep saying it? Because that's what will cripple your great-great-grandkids you haven't met yet. That is a promise and a guarantee of taxation. And as you watch these gangsters go around and pretend to be Al Capone handing out turkeys on Thanksgiving, everyone is focusing on it wasn't your money to hand out. What do you think the property revenue to a variety of different governments from local to county to state to federal, What do you think the revenue is from those people? And now you're going to do a favor? By what? Giving them a fraction of the money that they've paid to you? Not everybody's a Chicago roach Democrat who lives on government sustenance their entire life. These are people who did something with their lives. These are people who pay taxes, who are extorted. Now the government's going to pretend to come to the rescue? Ironically, they're just going to use this for what you saw. A commercial today. It was a commercial. That's all it was. And they're never going to talk about the real news that should be talked about. Ron DeSantis was lucky to be the first one up and set the tone. And then the feeble fascist stumbles to the microphone like a baby drunk after a first shot of Jack Daniels on wet grass to watch this man walk in the sunlight when he isn't covered in one of those suits, those $3,000 suits, to watch him dress like you and me in a shirt and pants. You really realize he does belong in Florida, but not talking about rebuilding in a convalescent home waiting for some nurse to change his diaper. That's what he belongs in. in. But Ron DeSantis came out and already talked about the fact that here we are a handful of days after the storm. I think today will be officially a week from when it started. The electric is back on to 95% of counties affected. 95%. And only the most remote of where he is flying in generators, where he, in conjunction with a private citizen by the name of Elon Musk, are providing all kinds of Internet accessibility. And help and sustenance. Not Joe Biden and his dimwit pretend doctor wife. They're doing nothing but standing in the sun, making sure all of us can see the Botox injections on both of them. That's what they did today. Aside from embarrass and prove the fact that we are a gangster government. No,
3: no one. F- <laughs> yeah, goddamn right. and, and it. can't argue with the outside the house. That's exactly right. That's exactly right.
2: It's too bad that the media, on every level from your local to your punchline media here in the sewer of Chicago and your national media is nothing more than propagandists for this mafia. Otherwise, this would be a pretty big story, along with the numerous other stories that broke uh, over the last two and a half years since this decrepit old fossil decided to destroy our country. And we'll get into the specificities of that. But I personally think when you take a situation of a hurricane and start talking about fires in your house struck by lightning and pretend that you even have an insight to what it is like for people who have lost everything, you only show another reason you should be removed from office post-haste.
3: I know from experience how much how much anxiety and fear and concern there are in the people. We didn't lose our whole home, but lightning struck, and we lost an awful lot of it.
2: We didn't lose our whole home, but lightning struck a pillar, a pole outside with electricity. We were out until the government, because I was a big senator then, could rustle over a, its own private generator, and we could turn on the, the Internet. We could see where our hunter was smoking some crack with some hookers on the West Coast. It took at least an hour and a half. So I feel your pain. And I'm reading, and I'm thinking as, as I'm going over the litany of times, this man pretended to get along, and he was raised by Puerto Ricans last week. The other day he grew up in black churches, and we were lucky enough to find a little mashup of joe biden and his his irish gypsy political prostitution
3: uh, i i i got raised in the black church he knows i'm not kidding i got my education for real in the black church wrong that's not hyperbole it's a fact i wrong. probably uh went to school more than many of you did <laughs>
2: It's a you Jewish church.
3: I'm kidding. Yeah. He can tell you. Huh? I went to Jewish churches too. I uh, was sort of raised uh, in the Puerto Rican community at home. Yeah. Politically. Oh God. I just have one thing to say.
4: Yeah. <laughs> all right.
2: This is during uh, Cinco de Mayo or the Mexican where they drive around with the flags on the Mitsubishi's, and he's playing a Mexican song. You got to get the perspective here, squirrel.
3: I go. like that circus music. Get it the
2: Come on, boy! This <laughs> brings back Melrose Park memories. It's ridiculous, and it's always going to happen because this is what sells to the Democrat wannabe gangsters who are their base voters. Otherwise, the fact that we're living through this, this terrible climate, this feudalism in America, this would be the point of contention. The fact that what Joe Biden has done on the world economic stage, let alone here in America, is strengthen relationships between the inbred Saudis who cut oil production two million barrels today as they make an agreement with toot and Putin, and you're being told Putin's losing? You're the one that's losing. You're just losing with the fact that Joe Biden is telling you everything is okay and he relates to you because he's one of you. It could be worse. The vice president, who's qualified to do absolutely nothing other than put a smile on some businessman's face during lunch, she likes Venn diagrams.
5: I've actually asked my team to do a Venn diagram. I love Venn diagrams. (laughs) I just love Venn diagrams. You know, the three circles, right? Sometimes there are more.
2: They're so smart, they're all lawyers. They like Venn diagrams. That's a math thing. How come none of them can figure out what the problem is with the debt and the spending and the taxation and the chaos? How come that is not a point of contention in Washington, D.C., where there is no such thing as a recession? Because they all have expense accounts and you're the one that gets the tab, just like you're all going to get the tab, ironically enough, for the insurance companies that are cozied up to the Biden administration and are making certain, as we speak, to be bailed out again once this is over, and once the publicity is gone from the front line of the Hurricane Ian. In the meantime, I think that's the most crucial part to miss. And I'm tired of pretending that these are people that are aware of the situation. In particular, Joe Robinette Biden, who is a ridiculous example of a doddering old dimwit. And in the meantime, our enemies are real enemies the kind with nuclear weapons, the kind like the inbred Saudis in which we're fighting war after war after war. This country has been fighting a war in Yemen because the Saudis are at war with Yemen, not us. That leads me to believe, where else are we fighting wars? And while I was in Florida before Ian hit, a couple months ago, I remember this clip.
0: As the conflict continues to escalate in Europe, soldiers from Florida's National Guard are poised for international deployment to conduct training in the Horn of Africa. News for Jack's reporter Joe McLean joining us live at Camp Landing, where a deployment ceremony was held this afternoon. So, Joe, this deployment is not connected, though, to the conflict in Russia and the conflict in Ukraine. Why are they going? Right. And if you were
6: sitting
7: in the ceremony uh, this uh, afternoon, you might not have even known that anything was happening in here. In fact, uh, we were asked, reporters in the room were asked not to pose questions about that conflict in uh, Ukraine and Russia to the, uh, to the
4: service members who are about to be deployed.
2: Now, that's something that will only happen if a Democrat roach gangster is in office. The reporters are told, don't you ask any questions. By the way, I think this is 450 troops out of Florida. And then I remember three months ago.
4: And
7: welcome to 2 News First at 4. Hundreds of Ohio Army National Guard members are answering the call to duty tonight. They're getting ready to leave their families and deploy overseas. 2 News reporter Caroline Moores was at today's ceremony. You know
2: where they're going? No, because it didn't make the national news, only the little local news. That's who reports this. And by the way, it's every state. And then here we are four days ago, and our neighbor cheeseheads, they got some news too
7: to embark on a new mission tonight hundreds of wisconsin army national guard soldiers had their send-off before deployment to the horn of africa our spencer tracy joins the hell
2: is going on in the horn of africa well we'll never know because the crooked in the tank propagandist media isn't covering the real gangster government that is represented by this dim-witted old man who can't figure out why his socks are wet I know from experience
3: how much, how much anxiety and fear and concern there are in the people. We didn't lose our whole home, but lightning struck and we lost an awful lot of it.
2: You lying Irish gypsy.
3: Oh. No No one. Yeah, goddamn it.
2: That might be my favorite clip in the last two years of a stolen election by an illegitimate, incompetent, unfit Irish short in the pants gypsy gangster. That might be it. Do me a favor, cut that out, book it, put it on my board forever. I like that one, and I like this one. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Only if he's talking about Hillary. I'll be back after this. Ta-da! You're a Democrat!
0: This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. Here, I'll put him on.
2: Joe Robin at Biden, you had to see him fiddling with himself while Ron DeSantis gave actual facts and an update on what was happening. His glasses touched the right side, I touched the left side. I think my sleeves, I got to roll up my sleeves like a child. And then I remember what my grandfather said to me as he got old and he was slipping a little bit. He says, this is how he old. He said, you turn into a kid that you grew out of. And that's all I kept thinking about. As I watch this doddering old gangster, this two-bit fraud of a man, brag and brag about what a tough guy he is. I only wish this son of a dog would have been a Mauros Parker. (laughs) Only because you're protected by your gangsters. But in my old neighborhood, nobody was protected. It was wonderful. Everybody got their ears slapped once in a while. John in Portage Park. Yeah, hi Sean. This is kind of off topic for what you're
3: talking about, but I was wondering if uh, it's I don't not want really. to get yelled, I don't want to get yelled at or anything, and you know, uh, maybe my opinion's not that bright. But maybe one day that Russia might uh, become allies with the United States against China because I think China is the really the the, the, the big problem. John, it's, why do you think? You know
0: Why do you think,
2: you know, I always refer to Russia, and I always refer to the crisis we're in, and the idea how we're being propagandized, where we are rooting for oligarch-run corrupt hellholes that were involved in killing their own people for the last seven years. I allude to that almost every segment, at least I try to, because to me that's the real news. See, we're we're allied now with the bad player in this argument. That's just a fact. And I know he's got a $400 t-shirt, and he's married to a hot ex-model. I get it, but he is an oligarch who had $600 million in a bank in Cyprus, along with Ihor Kolomoisky, who was under indictment in 15 different countries for political corruption. And Joe Biden was bribed indirectly by his son. And this is who's making the decisions. And as we speak right now, why do you think we've never, ever been given any information from Russia? We're cut off from all the argument, all the points of the U.S. US financed biolabs that were in Ukraine. All of the accusations of the Ukrainian oligarchs, the ones we're funding, killing Russian Jews for seven years. And the reason is because they cannot afford American people to come to their own conclusion. So they're going to inundate them with propaganda, they're going to destroy the perspective, like Joe Biden in the hurricane. He came on and talked about this hurricane with no reference to Donna, which happened in 1960 and was worse. So they cannot afford to have an educated society, because if people were really educated, they wouldn't tolerate this two-bit Irish short-in-the-pants gangster. They wouldn't tolerate it. Not for one day would Joe Biden's administration be tolerated. Among a, a society that was educated on the issues and had character enough to refuse to accept the lies that come out of this dimwit's mouth on a daily basis.
3: Uh, I, I, I got raised in the black church. He knows I'm not kidding. I got my education for real. See,
2: if America had character, they'd be more interested in all of this.
7: Live from downtown Milwaukee and Spencer, history is being made. That's correct, and that special ceremony was held right here at the Miller High Life
1: Theater. Now, for the first time ever, this Milwaukee-based unit will be deploying to the East
7: African country of Djibouti.
2: Djibouti? Why are you going to go to Djibouti? By the way, I think that's what they called Baja Beach Club back in the 90s. I know why they're going.
5: Well, on August 18th, 2020, soldiers in Mali toppled President Ibrahim Boubacar Keita, sparking a wave of military coups across Africa. Last April, a military council in Chad seized power following the death of Chad's longtime president, Idris Deby. Then on May 24th, 2021, Mali witnessed its second coup in a year. On September 5th, the armed forces of Guinea captured the nation's president and dissolved Guinea's government and constitution. Then on October 25th, Sudan's military seized power and put Prime Minister Abdullah Hamdak under house arrest, ending a push in Sudan towards civilian rule. And finally, two weeks ago, on January 23rd, Burkina Faso's army leaders, led by a U.S.-trained commander, deposed the nation's president, suspended the Constitution, and dissolved Parliament. That's six coups in five African countries in just under a year and a half. And do you know why, Squirrel?
2: Minerals. Oil. We are staging coups to rob other countries Of precious minerals, precious black gold oil and natural gas. And that's because we couldn't come to terms with the Chinese communists.
4: The purpose of the HRES is quite simple, to get information from the president with respect to the business dealings of his son. Now, the president has told us time and time again, frankly, it's a lie, but the president has told us time and time again that he has no idea what his son is actually doing. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we all know that is the dumbest thing we've all heard. I have three sons. I've been away from my sons for 10 days. But trust me, I know exactly what they're doing. It doesn't take me long to pick up a phone and ask or to find out. The president knows what his son is engaged in. What his son is primarily being engaged in is a, is a mineral called cobalt. Let's educate the committee on cobalt. Cobalt is a mineral, a metal that is essential in the manufacturing of electric vehicles. Cobalt is one of the most important components of electric car batteries, solar panels, and other renewable energy sources. A Tesla long-range vehicle requires 10 pounds of cobalt, more than 400 times the amount of... Guess what Djibouti's got?
2: I mean, aside from the obvious. Cobalt. Lots of other things. Go ahead. The Democrats are good. The Republicans are good. The Democrats are good. The Republicans are good. It's all a gangster government. Now, Tom and Deer Park, you worried about MAGA? You stupid son of a dog. You're the reason this Irish gangster's got it. You and your pseudo-intellectual moron friends. Never Trumpers. Now, I wonder, you dimwit. I wonder, were you better off two and a half years ago? Hey, stupid, were you better off two and a half years ago? Hello? Hello? You stupid son of a dog. 312 642
0: 5600. Dumbass! Broadcasting from the Petri dish of corruption known as the state of Illinois. In the upper Midwest, the nation, and around the world. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM 560. The answer, AM560, the answer. It's funny to watch
2: these Irish gypsy socialist scum walk around and pretend to be men. I don't just mean the 80-year-old ones with dementia. I'm talking about all of them. And they're going to walk around, oh, you're going to give money? Oh, you're going to give? Whose money are you going to give? Hey, shorten the pants. Whose money are you going to give? You're not giving anybody money. You're giving them their money back. In that area where this moron is, those are actual tax payers. See, you're not used to dealing with them. Those are people that you've taken 40 to 50% of their money a year. Not to mention the other taxes they pay through consumption. And God knows if they're really good at life, which most of them are, they pay a variety of different land taxes. So, you're not doing anybody a favor. And by the way, you're not stroking a check of money you earned. In fact, you Democrat roach, you've never stroked a check of money you've earned. The only thing you've ever done is prostitute political power. And you've gotten very rich doing it, but it's not like you actually made the money like those people who live there. You didn't make any money, you prostituted power. That's a, there's a very big difference. There's a very big difference. But see, the Democrats supporting scum all want something for nothing. They cannot exist. They're not aggravated about that 40 and 50% of money that they've been extorted the way I am. They want more extortion because they feel righteous through their so-called enlightenment style of extortion and keeping fellow citizens down because they're too lazy, they're too incompetent, or they're too just rotten to ever focus on anything other than how can I take away from somebody else so that i can get it they don't want to actually earn it so they're going to be sidetracked with different issues all kinds of different issues tom and Deer park didn't like donald trump's um positions because donald trump really was an abrasive democrat who bribed a lot of these whores he knew how the game worked and donald trump would have never tolerated the kind of open and notorious fraud that is our foreign policy in fact that's where he was the strongest Tom and Deer Park doesn't care about the millions of people being murdered around the world, and they are millions. You'll never know because it's in third world hellholes, like the Horn of Africa, like Yemen, like Somalia, like Syria, all of the things that are right back in action, because now they got an Irish short-in-the-pants mafia member back in. And all he's got to do is distract his morons with a couple of hot topics, right? What are the hot topics? Let's see. Hot topics are fixing their failure of Obamacare, right? They're all very worried about, sing Payer, and they're too stupid to realize what has happened over the last 12 years and what happened when their savior, Barack Obama, pretended to make it affordable. They're too stupid to realize that the costs have gone up 400% because most of them never paid for their own health care. They didn't, they did it indirectly, but they're too stupid to know that the company would rather give them the money than pay the benefit. But that's Econ 102, and none of them can get through it. So now they're going to double down on the very thing that they hired. The most unqualified dimwit, but a lot more charismatic than the short-in-the-pants Irishman. To fix, and his big accomplishment destroyed health through, through throughout the country. You don't even remember the 50% more doctors, 50% more hospitals. You don't remember it. Nobody remembers being aggravated over paying $578 for a family of four. Because now you pay 2200 you stupid idiots. And that's the cost of putting a Democrat in power anywhere. So now they're all nervous, right? They're nervous. So you get to see the real racism, whether it's the Biden mashups
3: in the black church. And that's not hyperbole. It's a fact. I probably uh, went to shul more than many
2: of you. Yeah, you went to yeah, you're Jewish, too. And, and this is what they're used to because they're scum of the earth. And to prove they're scum of the earth, what's their main topic they think they're going to win on? To murder their own children. This is their big winner. Kill your baby. So now they got, an, they got a little window. Right. It's Herschel Walker, who an accusation was that he paid for an abortion. He paid for the abortion. And for that, he's guilty of hypocrisy. But those stupid idiots, they don't care about what's going on in Africa.
5: Over the weekend, the African Union condemned the recent wave of military coups. This is Ghana's president, Nana Akufoado.
3: Come on, Nana. The resurgence of coup d'etats in our region is in direct violation of our democratic tenets.
2: What about their democracy? They don't care. You know who's been paying for this and who's been doing it? Who did it under Barack Obama eight years? Well, he was fixing your health care, driving up the cost 400% over eight years. They don't care about the drone strikes. 90% of the drone strikes in the Middle East killed innocent people. They don't care about any of that. They hated Donald Trump, Tom and Deer Park, and all the other scum.
3: It represents a threat to peace, security, security and stability in West Africa.
5: The African Union has suspended four of the countries, Mali, Guinea, Sudan, and most recently Burkina Faso. Many of the coups have been led by military officers who have received U.S. training.
2: That's why all the guards from around the country, 400 from Florida, 500 from Ohio, God knows how many from Wisconsin, that's why they're being torn away from their families. And it's all back in action thanks to this Irish short-in-the-pants dementia patient. And they don't care because they want to kill their babies. Because they're the scum of the earth. And most of them are ugly. And I mean Dr. O'Warty ugly. Lori Lightfoot ugly. Tony Preckwinkle ugly where you throw up a little bit in your mouth. And the men, they're not real men. Most of them are bald. Isn't that right, John and Mundelein? You bald moron. Yeah. Shut up, dummy. Wanted to talk about Herschel Walker. What about Herschel Walker? Because John and Mundelein is a socialist scum. A lazy, good-for-nothing, like all of them. And they don't care about the gangsters. They don't care about the fentanyl in their cities or the foreign policy murdering millions of people. Human beings. They don't care. And they're going to pretend to be virtuous. So the idea that you're going to be virtuous now, when you've got the best example of everything wrong with the mafia politics, the gangster government in America, everything, you shut your mouth, scum And live in your mediocrity. And good for you. Because I will do better in this climate of economy than you. As I always did. Because I'm not a scum. And there are tens of millions of me. 74 in the last election, last count. But it all worked out, right? Because you were able to steal that election. Through your ballot harvesting. Through your fraud that you're used to. You got the clout. and Maybe John and Mundelein and Tom and Deer Park and the rest of you moron scum. Maybe you could get one of those municipal pensions. That does, doesn't matter what the rest of the economy does because you have the power of taxation. That's your real goal. And you know, in the end of the day, when I see these scum out in Florida, you could always tell them they got the big fat asses hanging off the barstool with the cellulite wives. I always know they're still worried about that bar tab. They're still worried because they've, they've downshifted their entire life to the mediocrity of the life of the mindset of a slave to corruption. That is a Democrat. 312 642 Only non-Democrat scum will come on this show.
0: Marxists, socialists, and communists are not welcome. On the Sean Thompson Show, on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. All of it could stop Tomorrow. That's the part that I find
2: most aggravating. And yet, we bring ourselves, unfortunately, we're corralled into this duopoly system. And the foreign policy corruption is just commonplace. And it'll grow. And the $31 trillion will be $62 trillion before you know it. After all, it was just nineteen trillion four and a half years ago. This is the kind of failure. This is what it looks like when it fails. So for the scum to call up and want to waste more money on killing babies, that's where I, I draw the line. And as far as the accusation by Herschel Walker, an accusation is one thing, right? For instance, um, an accusation of... of who was the, What was the last guy's name? The bald guy that I can't stand, that I've invited to the cigar store a hundred times. By the way, I'll be there tomorrow for anybody that wants to come by. That guy, John from Underland. Oh, bring your friends, Democrat scum. But the the point is, the accusation of, of anything doesn't mean anything. For instance, I could say that John from Mundelein was tied to a tree in a forest preserve with his underwear in his mouth last night. That doesn't mean it's true, although I'd be willing to bet on it. The reality is some Democrat scourge woman who wants to kill her baby, and that's a big issue this, this season, right? Let's rally all the women who, because of the balance in their checkbook, They'll kill their own kid. A viciousness that even old-fashioned mobbed-up neighborhoods, the gangsters, the hitmen, everybody, nobody ever killed a kid. But these women want to kill their kid. This is somehow, yeah, that's our point. Put in anybody. And this is the way they're going to pretend to hold the seat or whatever. And I don't care because what they're showing you is who they really are. So do you think you're going to reason on the macroeconomics of the failures of Keynesianism and the bastardization of the country that became the youngest and the richest and the beauty was that the government was are you going to come to terms with them on this they're willing to kill their own child you think they care about stealing your money focus on who you're talking to. so i don't allow them on this show because they are the problem with this country we had but a small respite two years two years and how many lives were saved just in third world hellholes around the world because that's who these democrats end up killing and they kill them to, to profit, ironically enough. The very accusation they make of the capitalist, Because this is the game. It's a rigged game. So I will not tolerate their presence on any level. But I'm willing to tolerate them for just enough time to kick their teeth down their throat. That's the way I view it. Scum of the earth. Sorry, it's just a fact. And I'll back it up again. I don't know anybody evil enough. In fact, we got the Dahmer episode, right? The Dahmers are on Netflix. Everybody watch Jeffrey Dahmer. Evil son of a gun. Did he kill a kid? Did Dahmer ever kill a baby? I don't think he did. Did he? 14-year-old is just a, a kid. But he didn't kill an infant. A helpless little infant. Can't even change its own diaper. Well, at least Biden could change his own diaper. I think he could step into the it Depends if you had to. They're willing to kill an innocent baby. And if that isn't sick enough, they're willing to kill their own. Yeah. I give a rip what you think about anything. Scum. Terry, Dyer, Indiana.
4: Hey, Sean. Hey, hey. I, I
1: talked to your uh, buddy, the cow guy. Wonderful. was a while?
2: W- was one yeah. of you eating? I got $50 says one of you was eating.
1: <laughs> Not me. <laughs>
2: all right. Go ahead.
0: What else? Anyway, is hey, that what? Is hey, it,
2: yeah.
1: So, so, you know, I- I'm over here in northwest Indiana, and the the local radio station over here, they, they talk about the murders in Gary, the murders in uh, of Hammond, East Chicago, and all they talk about is... Uh, oh, they're come from Chicago, Chicago, Chicago. You guys all have one thing in common. All Democrat. four of you are ran by Democrat scumbags. Yep. Terry, and you think it's
2: do stop? you think they care about that? Listen, Terry, I'm going to play a clip. Thank you for the clip. Here, here, Here's a well-known Democrat that I believe was eulogized by every Democrat. In fact, they think they carried her corpse around, even though knowing she's burning in hell. For I don't know how many weeks we had to pretend this person. Listen to what she thinks about life.
5: We have heard that a half a million children have died. I mean, that's more children than died when, when, in, in Hiroshima. And, and, you know, is the price worth it? I think this is a very hard choice, but the price, we think the price is worth it. So you killed 500,000
2: kids. And do you think the price is worth it, Madeleine Albright? Yeah, I think so. Well, that was in the 90s. You rat Democrat whore. May you burn in hell a thousand millenniums. What do you think now? What came out of it? 25 years. What'd you do? What'd you you do when you killed those 500,000 babies? What'd you do? Nothing. Oh, by the way, I think, did we get the oil or the cobalt? I think we did. Somebody check what Hunter Biden went
0: in between crack pipes.
2: 312-642-5600.
0: He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a me, so everybody just
7: follow me. We a what
2: a season for propaganda. It's election me, okay. season like in the Democrat-mafia-run so sewer of Illinois. But I saw a commercial look wonderful. A bunch of guys working. They got their reflector vests on, their hard hats. And they're telling me it'll be great if Amendment 1 passes. That's when I knew it had to be hooked to the labor extortion mafia that has gained massive steam and only really exists in Democrat-run hellholes. Because in good states, like the 27 that are fighting the Biden administration, they don't exist. They're not, uh, they're not patronized with federal money or uh, state funds. It isn't mediocrity at extremely high costs, or the money laundering scheme that is commercial contracts here in the sewer of Illinois. I wanted to bring on somebody to enlighten us. Her name is Miley Smith. She's an Illinois Policy Institute staff attorney and director of labor policy. Miley, how are you?
7: I'm fine. Thank you for having me.
2: Now, Miley, you remember me. I think I called you Miley Cyrus. Um, yes. But you also remember I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm crass. And it's true, it's a curse, because I don't like to put lipstick on pigs. It's a philosophy I learned very young when I was dating. But the reality is, this here is nothing but that. The problem with Illinois is that the labor extortion mafias control the labor in for the state and the f- counties and the, all the municipalities and within those deals are or are, are arrangements that the people just are subjected to and have no say in it for instance the the pension crisis that is destroying the quality of life in illinois and a guarantee for massive taxation this is going to strengthen that not hurt it is that correct
7: that is absolutely correct amendment 1 is a first-of-its-kind constitutional amendment. No other state has tried this. It's going to drive up taxes and cement a reputation as one of the worst places to do business. And you referenced the commercials that we've been seeing, and those commercials are completely misleading. Um, It's being framed as this amendment that will apply to everyone, but the truth is that it only grants a fundamental right to unionize to state and local government workers. It says it applies to everyone, but it can only apply to state and local government workers because the federal government already regulates private sector bargaining. And for those government unions in Illinois, it expands bargaining beyond the traditional topics of wages and benefits to include broad new subjects, um, economic welfare, is something that's included. That could be expansion of affordable housing or positions on rent abatement, like we've seen Chicago Teachers Union try to get into their contracts. And you're exactly right. This is going to lock the people of Illinois into paying for the pet project of government union leaders, not anything that's going to help workers.
2: Now, does this also constitute uh, or translate into a relationship for those private, we pretend are private construction companies that provide services for state government? So, in other words, in my old neighborhood in Melrose Park, half ass gangsters and bookmakers would pretend to be cement workers or curb makers. So they would get a front business because they had the political relationship with with the Irish gangsters that ran the state government, and they would go sit on their ass at Tom's Steakhouse and pretend to be men well they got drunk but they had a money laundering scheme but those workers the way that they got those contracts is they were able to bid lower because they didn't pay their workers all that much but in this new law will that translate to anybody who does contracting with the state of illinois will then have to have that followed employment or is that does that already exist
7: So, private sector workers already have a right to unionize and bargain under the national labor relations act the real question here that people need to ask is: Am I a government worker? If I am not a government, a state or local government worker, this amendment doesn't apply to me. If this paycheck, if my paycheck doesn't come from the state or a local government, this does not apply to me. Um, and and it, they have purposely framed this, I believe, to mislead the public into voting for something that it it really isn't. It isn't something for all workers. This is something that gives government union leaders the ability to expand their bargaining power It actually prohibits lawmakers as the people's representatives from ever enacting reforms or fixes. So our lawmakers couldn't later say, oh, wow, we... We expanded these subjects of bargaining for government unions way beyond what we ever intended. Let's limit it. They couldn't do that. They couldn't have legislation limiting what they can bargain over. They couldn't have legislation limiting the right to strike. It would be a permanent right to strike for government unions to walk out on people and deny services. Um, They couldn't even regulate the length of contracts. And and we've seen 10-year contracts in the city of Chicago.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, it's a mafia-run town. Yeah.
7: yeah, none of these things that protect people could be achieved if this amendment happens.
2: You know what's funny, Miley? When you look at these agreements, and then all of a sudden these, these con artist politicians, these mafia members, hide behind the fact. It's in the Constitution. When you talk about what they, they call a pension as it's not a pension, it's an employment payoff, right? And they talk about the idea that it has no bearing on the way the rest of us have to retire on a return of investment. And you see that over these last 12 years, what's happened to our market where our investments are held for our retirement, it doesn't even come close to paying off the schemes of the vote Democrat and will set you up for the rest of your life called pensions for municipal workers in Illinois.
0: And the reality, really if different? this
2: grows, you're already eating up the people that are not on it. 330,000 at least have left. Has there been any calculations into how this will expand that already loser, corrupt mafia program of public sector pensions?
7: So there isn't a way to calculate that at this point. Part of the reason is because this has never been tried before in any state. It is just beyond, you know, really our comprehension how many types of things government unions, like the Chicago Teachers Union, could push for. But what's really interesting here is that the reason we are in a pension crisis is because there is a clause in our Constitution that is preventing reforms that are needed to save the taxpayers of Illinois. This is going to do the same thing with this labor amendment. It's going to lock taxpayers into something that is detrimental to them. And the only way to ever fix it is through another constitutional amendment. And so I refer to it as like the pension clause on steroids because we already have a pension clause that has... Um, created a massive. So this crisis. will take now this will take quasi
2: private pensions and bring it like a vacuum into that other already extortion or that 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 guaranteed income play. Am I understanding it correctly?
7: Well, you know it, the way this is going to play into the pension crisis does remain to be seen. Um, what we do know is that it will elevate collective bargaining agreements that are government union agreements to the level of the Constitution. And we already have legal precedent here in Illinois through our law that allows some government union contracts to contradict state law and override state law. This amendment is going to let that apply to all government union contracts. So if government union leaders don't like a particular law, they all they would have to do is write a contrary provision into their agreement, demand it, go on strike to get it, because there's this permanent right man, to go oh on man. strike, to get their demands set, and they could override state law.
2: And the, you know what's funny is that I, I was so excited about the Janice decision, thinking that maybe Illinois had an opportunity to break the mafia cr- control and corruption of, uh, of the labor in, in Illinois. And I thought and that, there that would there. help. What's that?
7: Yeah, there, there is good news there we actually have seen a, a trending downward. There's been a decrease in union membership, government union membership in Illinois. Since 2017, which was the last full year of reporting before that TNS decision, we have seen nearly nine about 9% of government workers leave their unions in Illinois, including about 10% of teachers. And the reason is, They are not happy with their unions. They don't like how political their unions are. They don't feel like their unions are (laughs) representing them. Well, So the (laughs) damage decision did usher in um, the ability for government workers to leave. And I think that is something that has instigated the government unions into pushing for this amendment because they see that they're losing power. When they lose people, they lose power. And this is a push to get back power and get it permanently.
2: Miley, when I was young and naive, I used to have such respect for American law because I didn't think it was able to be, uh, there were illegal agreements and illegal arrangements were legally binding. This is one of the first pillars of law in this country. An illegal agreement, agreement cannot be cannot exist you i cannot have an agreement with somebody to kill my wife it cannot exist this is something when you think about the the way in which the the word pension and the and the way in which it's been manipulated and bastardized where it has nothing to do with anything even remotely to a pension it has nothing to do with anything other than the power of governments to tax other people in the name of the retired loyal workers how in the and world can this be challenged on a legal Basis? How can it be legal to hamstring everybody to this illegal agreement?
7: Uh, And that's what's scary about Amendment 1 is that the the portion that can apply to the public sector, it'll be in the Constitution. So how do you challenge something in the state that's a right in the state, a so-called right in the state Constitution? Now, on the flip side, they have been... Misleading people into thinking that this would apply to the private sector, and it can't. So this will not apply to the private sector. The problem is it will probably take litigation, some patchwork litigation, as this fights its way through the court Ugh. before we have that final court decision saying, oh, yeah, yeah. Illinois, you can't do this. Where it this
2: goes to Ed Burke's wife. Sector. And Ed Burke's the, the, the gangster, <laughs> best gangster in American history, Ed Burke and his Supreme Court justice wife. Gee, I wonder how she's going to decide.
7: Yeah. Well, fortunately, it should be federal. It should be federal court. Oh, <laughs> because it's, it's violating, by, by including private sector, it's actually violating the U.S. Constitution. Uh, it doesn't mean anything government.
2: anymore. I mean, Miley, you're a lawyer. <laughs> what the hell does that mean anymore? They should just call it Swiss cheese. <laughs> um, you know, Miley, I'm, I'm curious to know has there been a study? done on those 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 rare few honest businesses left in Illinois. You know, because we've had major, major business pull out. I have a dear friend of mine, who I love to death, who is stubborn as the day is long. He was going to run for governor here and all the rest of it. This guy has has 16 businesses, 13 businesses. I mean, the reality is when when this guarantee of massive taxation for having an honest business, for being an honest person, have they even considered what this will do? I mean, it has to, you, if you're honest, you have to get the hell out of here if this thing passes.
7: So the proponents are actually claiming, misleadingly again, that this is going to help our economy. And that is completely false. We already, as you mentioned, we have businesses fleeing the state and they're citing our poor business climate and the tax issues here. This is only going to make taxes go up. It's only going to make it harder on individuals and businesses because government contracts already cost money. And you mean like the
2: Jane Byrne? How long has that been going on? It's a freaking so ramp. Go ahead. So
7: what this is doing is expanding those subjects that they can bargain over. That means more money. So government contracts cost money. Now they're going to cost more money, and that is going to be passed on to the taxpayers. So just this year, we've seen Caterpillar move its headquarters. We've seen Citadel leave. We've seen the parent company of Family Video. We've seen Boeing leave. Today Tyson announced that they're moving 500 corporate employees out of <laughs> Illinois and to Arkansas. So businesses are already leaving. And instead of fixing the business climate, what our government unions are pushing is something that is only going to make things worse and going to make people suffer for it.
2: You know, Miley, as you see this false advertising, this bald face lies. It reminds you how these neighborhoods become ghettos, and that is because the information is stifled of how destructive political corruption is. And you see once-great neighborhoods turn into ghettos, and you see once-great cities turn into Chicago. And you see this. Is there anybody pushing back on exposing the lies of this very well-funded mafia that's pushing this no, amendment Illinois- one?
7: Yeah, at Illinois Policy Institute, which our, our website is illinoispolicy.org, we've actually been talking about this for over a year. Because we saw it coming, um, it was actually passed by the General Assembly last May, May of 21. Um, so we've been talking about it for a long time, and it is starting to pick up steam. There is a, uh, a committee now, I think it's Vote No on Amendment 1, um, that is active now. Um, but the unions are outspending the Vote No Committee. So unions have their ballot, their committee has about, last I checked, like $14 million, and the vote no has about $1 million. You know what, I'm so aggravated.
2: I'm so so aggravated because I've been a part of these unions when I was younger. And the people who actually make it up know what a scam it is. And they, they hate it. But they also know that they have a monopoly on good, decent areas where to work. So their money, ironically, is being used against their kids, against their wives, against their brothers, and this is a tragedy. So I'm going to ask you one last question: Have you a license to practice in any other state? Should this pass?
7: <laughs> I I don't know. Well, <laughs> Miley, i licensed to practice in most federal courts, so I can I could do that. <laughs> All right,
2: Miley, because I want you to know I am a real estate broker. In Florida, practicing in Southwest Florida. The good news is we only have a hurricane every 60 years, so now's the time to capitalize. Don't be afraid, Miley Smith. In the meantime, thank you for fighting for the good, the very few good people that are still still in Illinois. Thank you for putting up this fight thank against the, the corrupt Leviathan of the mafia. Thank you. Thanks. We'll be back with your calls and comments. 312-642-5600.
0: Call Sean now. 312-642-5600. AM 560, the answer.
8: Oh, what happened to my guy that was
2: on the line? This is going to be the nail in the coffin. I was going to take him. It's all right. Roger. Go and hang on. Brett, Indian Head Park.
1: Hey, Sean, how you doing tonight? Good, brother. How are you? Good. What I wanted to talk about is all of these ads that I see on TV uh, from these Democrats uh, for their re-election, All they talk about is uh, women's rights, the right that they have, whether they're going to kill babies or not. That's all they got. It's Raja and Kastan and Pritzker. And even the president uh, and the vice president, Tikkun Kamala, they all talk about uh, the rights of women. Is this the only thing that we're going to focus on? Climate change. the right to kill babies? No, no, no. They got
2: climate change because the idiots that vote vote for them have, have... no perspective on on history, and they have no perspective on character, which is why they champion the idea that killing a baby is somehow anybody's right. Forget about women, because now, I don't know if you heard, uh, men can kill them too now.
8: Let's just keep it real simple, just two yes or no questions, and this is for um, uh, Dr. Kumar. Dr. Kumar, can biological men become pregnant and give birth? Um so
7: men can have pregnancies, especially trans men.
8: What? Yeah.
2: Biolo- oh, ridiculous. And and that's a doctor. By the way, if you see him, you gotta take a look at this caballero. His eyebrows are all manicured up, he's got the two earrings in his ear, little sugar in the tank. It's something to see. And the idea is that he is a doctor. See the word biological is simple. Do you have a three piece set or do you have the other thing? What do you got? See, that's biology. What you choose to do, for instance, I come in sometimes, I cannot believe the outfit Squirrel has on. I think it's preposterous. Blue shirt, red pants. Red shirt, black pants. He looks ridiculous sometimes. That's his choice to put that on. But I don't have to call him an Irish dancer, even though he wears leotards. You see what I mean? This is all different now. It's a new America, Rich. And pensions are in perpetuity. They
1: don't. Don't talk about the gas prices or the interest rates going up, open borders, nothing. It's, no. it's all this issue. Yeah. Is this what they're going to run on in the midterms? Yes. Is this it?
2: Yes. This because
1: is, this is the hill they're going to die on. I've right? had
2: two. I've had two supporters of the mafia call today, two. And you know, you know what they care about? Donald Trump what? and killing the baby, and that's it. That's all they got. Yeah. Because what they really they can't bring themselves to say what their policies really are. That you take and extort from the doer to give to me the entitled roach. That is what they really mean. So they need to hide behind this phony virtue of trying to get some sort of equality, equity, all kinds of different words. And let's use any useful idiot we can. Whether it's some poor pathetic soul who because she's financially stressed or her father hates her or whatever the issue, the only thing she can rationalize in her brain is to kill her baby or some guy who likes to wear leotards and call himself Nancy. Let's use any one of these idiots, and that will push our agenda of stripping away from the good doers to give to the
0: non-good welfare roaches. Thank
2: you very much, Rich. I appreciate it. 312-642-5600.
0: This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM 560... The Answer. AM 560.
2: The Answer. There was a clip that uh, DeSantis, of DeSantis talking prior to the Irish mobster landing and destroying property values more than Ian in Florida. By the way, I understand he was heckled immensely. You have to understand, like, I have a neighbor in Florida, Squirrel. This guy's garbage cans have FGB on. He's got a sign. I mean, it's insane. He just sits out there every day hoping that a Biden voter drives by. They never do. It's a good neighborhood. However, um, in the, in the uh, neighborhoods that were once good, when a hurricane ravages, natural-born Democrats have a way of taking advantage.
8: Individual Floridians' right to defend themselves and their homes will be honored. And uh, we've had four looters that were arrested, uh, I guess, a couple days ago. And, and they need to be brought to justice, and we're not going to tolerate it. But you know, three of the four are illegal aliens, and so these are people that are foreigners. They they're illegally in our country, and not only that, they try to loot and ransack after in the aftermath of a natural disaster. I mean, they should be prosecuted, but they need to be sent back to their home country. They should not be here at all. I was thinking about
2: the Clinton Foundation in Haiti, how they looted and ravaged and took advantage of the hurricane that hit Haiti and stole millions of dollars. And then I was thinking, this is just their nature. Birds got to fly. Dogs got to bark. Craig, Mount Greenwood. Hey,
1: Sean. Thanks for taking my call. Anytime, kid. Well, you're always over to Target.
5: But you know, I want to think of, uh, give you a, uh, a thought I got with regard to um, this um, sh- uh, Saudi and uh, Russia teaming up. So Putin and Saudi, uh, Biden's buddies, teaming up to take
1: and destroy our country. And here's the way they're going to do it. They're going to take and... Um, Biden's stupid enough to empty our uh, oil reserves. The strategic! Oil <laughs>
2: strategic.
1: They know the-
2: Proving they don't know what strategic means. means.
1: Yes. They'll, drain They'll control our country. They'll control it. They'll shut us down anytime they, they feel like.
2: Well, it's only temporary. I mean, there will be hopefully a time uh, when uh, Democrats scum are out of the, the positions of power. Although... The more I say that, the more I'm thinking about the good people in Chicago, such as yourself, who always thought, yeah, there will be a time that they get out here. you are 100 years later, and uh, Lori Lightfoot's cutting TikTok videos of what dance she likes. It's ridiculous. Ridic- Thank you very much, Craig. I appreciate it. By the way, there is a TikTok video that will be tweeted out. What's my Twitter handle? Seeing how I don't do it? At Sean underscore show is a Twitter handle that the station has for me. And uh, Honey Bunny just found a video. Of Lori Lightfoot in a t-shirt. That's, we're off to a bad start. Dancing. And we took a worse turn. To songs, picking what music she likes. And we have, what, 2,900 people dead? Or 2,900 people shot? 2,900 people shot. Some of them live thanks to our healthcare system, which is now like triage and mash. In the meantime, uh, I thought this was an important position to focus on. The fact that we have illegal aliens that are looting good people in Florida after a natural disaster. And then I want you to think about the fact that Florida is actually doing something about it. So they arrested these three. And then there was a contract given to uh, a contractor who made the mistake of hiring illegal aliens, and the result of which is that one state trooper was murdered due to the fact he, uh, one of the illegal aliens drove a front loader into his truck.
8: Cynthia, the sheriff says they were undocumented workers who at first lied about their names. In Florida, government employers and their contractors have to use E-Verify to make sure their workers are legal. The governor's office wants to know whether the employees fooled the company. The sheriff in Pinellas County says the company needed to do more to make sure that the operator of that front loader was never behind the wheel. Juan molina Sayas and Eliezer gomez Zalea are both undocumented workers, both from Honduras, and both gave deputies fake names at first. I mean, is
3: that really what these contractors are doing? Is that how, is that how they're doing business? And they're just taking all these people who don't ever... Drive- you know,
2: I, I'd like to know if the contractors who hired these two, and probably hundreds more, like various contractors, where do you hear where the firm is from? You're not going to believe it. I wonder if... Um, they have a, 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 a contract with unions, and they themselves are cheating the mafia unions by hiring the illegals. I wonder how that all works. Something tells me it's, there's a reason those fat-ass business agents drive around in Cadillacs.
8: The sheriff also says they both worked for Archer Western, a massive contracting firm based in Chicago and Atlanta. What?
2: Based in Chicago? There's a business that won't leave due to corruption? The mafia! Labor extortion mafia. Maybe you can make all those buildings downtown, the different various union headquarters. What do you say, boys? La Casa nostra.
8: But with offices all over, including Tampa. The sheriff says Molina Sias told his bosses a tall tale, starting with a fake ID from North Carolina. I wonder if these are the kind of scumbags that would go to Tavern on Rush and
2: pretend that Ed Burke was a man when he had that $30 whore with him in a pocket full of Viagra. There were a lot of half-assed wise guys in there when I used to go, something tells me they're labor extortion mafia members, those chair crushers. You can always tell, Squirrel, because you could see the cellulite through their
8: a out
3: He has no qualifications to drive a front loader. And, you know, what he said is that what he told those people is, is that back in Honduras, he worked some construction and he knows how to operate this thing. So they said, go ahead.
2: How much construction goes on in Honduras with front
8: loaders. Because if you look at it, it looks like it was put up together with uh, bamboo and little strips of wood. The governor's office said today that we are currently investigating the matter and are looking to determine if illegal immigrants have utilized fraudulent information to obtain employment with contractors working with the state of Florida. A law the governor signed in 2020 requires all public employers and their contractors to use e FDOT released a statement tonight saying FDOT and its contractors follow strict hiring procedures. While it appears that these hiring procedures were followed, including a federal e-verify clearance check and the individuals in question passed this federal clearance. Now, how did they pass it?
2: So the federal government has an e-verify system. The federal government said that these two illegal alien, unqualified dimwits were okay. I wonder if the people that work that E-Verify are like the FBI agents in Chicago that let Mike Madigan build La Cosa Nostra for 50 years. I wonder, ultimately, when you trace it all down, bring it all down, where does it fall? At the foot of a bureaucrat who got his government union job by having clout in the Democrat-run Irish mafia. You see how all roads lead back to the -the short-in-the-pants mafia? I do. I see it. Do you, Stephen Arlington Heights? Stephen. Hey, Sean. I certainly see it.
1: Right. No doubt about that. Um, wanted to uh, comment on what you were talking about earlier. I caught the tail end of your segment regarding the African coups that were apparently behind. Is this the same thing going on as what we're doing in Ukraine? You know, funding proxy wars and stuff just to print a bunch of money. That one or is, is that
2: one is popu- um, That one is popular, and it brings up the propaganda wing of our media to discount right. the original allegations that were going on for seven years. And this goes right. back to, and you want to know something, this is a bipartisan issue, this goes back to, uh, what's that scumbag that looks like Wayne Newton, only fatter, and Paul Manafort, and right. when he represented Porchenko, and the 13 million illegal that the Democrats were all enraged about, but what they they refuse, and they don't want Americans to know, is what the allegations were, and what brought him down, it was not the the crime, those, those Ukrainians were used to it. it, was the fact that he... In in fact, was in bed with Ihor Kolomoisky, and they were bastardizing the energy sector of Ukraine and starting the beginnings of of ethnic cleansing and killing Russian Jews in the Donbass. So none of this wants to be talked. And the whole time, at that time, Russia was saying, hey, you're killing Russian Jews, and what are these biolab things that are happening? Right. So they don't want Americans to have that information. But that back then, you have to think about how this all started. The, the government was going to be cozy with Vladimir Putin. I remember, remember George Bush. I looked into his the eyes. I saw his soul and all the rest of it. So then he was a good guy. He became a bad guy when he started to say, I don't like the massive expansion of corruption and the weaponization of the dollar. And that leads to what, the other news story today that I've been talking about since I got the show. When you start to de-dollarize the world, you have a problem. How do you cover that up if you're the bad guy? You start a war. Now, now the argument is, who started the war? Was it us, or was it Vladimir Putin? Well, what I, what I do know is we're awful good at starting them, and we're awful good at right. fighting proxy wars,
1: right? So is that going on in Africa right now, the same type of situation, just tapping it for resources maybe and, instead of money?
2: and it, Exactly, and instead of oil this time as we've done so many times in the Middle East. Now you're talking about the, the minerals. Cobalt. Exactly.
1: So, and you got to get a guy in office who's basically going to roll over. So by working yeah. up a population saying, hey, this guy is illegitimately elected, let's go overturn him, yada, yada, Stephen,
6: yada. Stephen,
2: when the Democrats defend the war in Ukraine and they say the problem is that Vladimir Putin was occupying Ukraine, ask them why they don't have a problem with America occupying a third of Syria. Of course, it's only the oil fields. Steven, <laughs> thank you very much, you. brother. 312-642-5600.
0: He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM five sixty. The answer. AM five sixty.
8: The answer. Hey, let's go, Brandon. I keep drawing my am This It was all over Florida today. Hey, hey, you know what they, they never show? Hey, they never go, show Brandon. the crowds that show
2: up when panicked. Biden speaks.
4: Hey, you no, know, you know, you know why? Hey, because
2: they're all a bunch of union guys. Hey, let's go, Maybe seven, eight of them in Florida. William and Wilmette is going to educate me. And I did not know this. William
1: and Wilmette, how are you? Good. Good, Sean. Um, Here's a little education. That company is Walsh Construction.
2: Ooh. Now the Walshes. Let me think. Is that name Ukrainian? Is it Polish? Is it Italian? What is that name? Walsh, Walsh, Walsh. Mm -hmm. What does that go to? Yeah, Sexually know. frustrated wives and yard gnomes. It's Irish. It's go ahead. Eleventh ward. Yeah. They they really came out of that eleventh ward strong, didn't they? Sure did. You, you think it was because of uh, who else was in that eleventh ward?
8: Hmm.
1: Was I don't it th- no, it's like a family. There's like
2: they all got giant heads that was there. They got like seven yeah. inches of forehead. They they made they took the forehead, made it a seven, and they all look real stupid. Yeah. Oh, it's the dailies.
8: Yeah. Huh.
2: So the Dailies and the Walshes, huh? Starting to see a theme, William and Will. By the way, how are you navigating all those trophy wives driving around in G wagons? You all right up there? Well, you know,
6: uh, I'm originally from the south, so uh, south side, so. Uh, yeah. I'm a little bit of an outsider up here. Well, you but, better
2: convince uh, your family to get the hell out of there. Of course, it is nice traffic. I mean, if you're going to be stuck in traffic, it's nice to be around the Mercedes Marxists. I'm telling you, I think it's that extra coat of gloss. <laughs> Thank you very much, William. I appreciate the call you. and Bye-bye. the knowledge. Bill, on the south side.
3: Yeah, I was going to say, as political symbols go, may we never forget what the jackasses have done.
2: <laughs> I agree. And, Bill, that's why I'm relentless. Because at this yep. point, you have to, there isn't anyone who is unaware of the mafia that is the Democrat Party. At this point, you uh, uh, by saying you're a Democrat, it is a declaration of corruption and political prostitution. And at that point, the game is over. These are irreconcilable differences. Take your Irish mafia with your large heads and your big asses and hit the road, Jack. Thank you very much, Bill. Can I say one thing? You can say anything. Don't swear. Yeah,
3: the thing about it is, these these guys that work in unions and stuff, they have to vote Democratic or they won't get any kind Bill, of raises I'm, or any kind of promotions. Or any, they're holding them hostage. I know people that finally retired. and said, I'm, "I'm finally going to give it back to the country
0: I'm, and vote Republican." I'm
2: speaking on behalf of those guys who are the good guys, but have to play ball with a corrupt monopoly mafia. I know that, right. brother. I was in. Yeah. I probably got. I'm trying to think if it's four or five different unions. And I, I, I have a long legacy with it. I know. I got a half-brother. Same thing. Same thing. He's, he's trapped by it. I get it. I'm saying what they want to say. Because they know I'm right. As they look at that fat slob in his Buick Roadmaster. Hey, Vito! Where they got to get shaken down for lunch money for that pig. Otherwise, they'll get thrown off their job so he could bring in his moron brother. God, this is fast to show. All right, listen. I know I got full board. Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to have a guest you're going to love. And then I'll take all your calls the last half hours. We'll be back after this.
0: From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show.
2: One of the uh, first things I did when I was able to get into communication level after being down from Ian for 48 hours was I checked out my friend at the Washington Times to see what he was writing about. The minute I did that, i like to send a little text message to the lovely honey bunny. Get me Jeff Mordack." Jeff Mordak is a White House reporter for The Washington Times and somebody who I like the way he investigates. That's how reporting should be. Jeff, how are you?
1: I'm doing great. Happy October to you.
2: Thank you very much. Um, You know, I was reading a couple of your articles. I I got stuck with Ian. I thought it was going to be nothing. He hit me right in the lanai, and I was down for 48 hours. So we got a little catching up to do, my friend, because you've been very busy. And I'm curious to know about some of the things you've been writing about. For instance, the White House boasts that Americans are seeing real savings at the gas pump. I mean, is this delusional? I saw savings because I was in Florida, and the first thing they did was eliminate all taxes. We had our gas drop to a reasonable price. But as I look in California, it's over $5 for the garbage gas and over 8 for the good gas. How is, how is he able to say this?
1: I don't know if it's delusional, but it's certainly gaslighting. There's no way Americans are seeing real savings, especially because of what the Americans in the West Coast are seeing. Gas is up to six dollars, seven dollars, eight dollars well, not eight but six, seven dollars in some uh some of the places along the West Coast, LA County, gas jumped up fifty two cents per gallon overnight last week. Um Americans are not seeing any savings and it's only gonna get worse because we had the OPEC announcement, the OPEC plus announcement today. We've got um, refineries knocked offline from Ian that still haven't been put back up. We had a refinery fire in the West Coast, which is partly some of the reason that took a refinery offline. So we haven't even had the full effects of some of these things headed our way.
2: You know, Jeff, uh, this is um, something you and I have been doing this for a while. And I remember when I was filling in, I I had you on a couple of times, and we were talking about what was happening behind the curtain, how numerous countries were collaborating because they didn't like the way that America has weaponized the petrol dollar. They didn't like the extortion play. They didn't like exchanging their currency to buy dollars, to exchange oil that they produced, or in some cases, natural gas they needed, whatever the case was. And we talked about the culmination put together. It was more than OPEC and their monopoly on it. It was the other countries like India, Russia, Mm -hmm. Iran, and all of these countries. And in fact, they stopped using the dollar. Isn't this really... The ramification of bad policy for decades and abuse by the American government of other nations and commodities through the bastardization of the petrodollar.
1: It absolutely is. And then this is their way of getting revenge. This is their way of putting their exclamation point and letting America know that we still we still control what's happening over here. We still control the, the production. And that's what this is. And it's interesting that this, this decision is being made so close to midterms as well. Uh, clearly designed to have some impact on American politics.
2: And this is really also a ramification of this point in American history at this time. America having the weakest, and when it comes to the, 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 the ability, the weakest president this country has seen for 100 years. I mean, when you look at Joe Biden and you see the feeble nature, when you see the fact that he doesn't have the gravity or the understanding of current events, current issues. If you are an enemy of America, you have resentment because of the bastardization of a weaponized dollar. Now's the time to act, is it not, if you're thinking about it from that point of view?
1: Well, absolutely. But also think about it this way, Sean. Why did he go over to Saudi Arabia? The whole, You know, he strode over to Saudi Arabia with this viewpoint that he was going to get them and we're going to get a a, a deal on gas, and he was really going to work his diplomatic magic on the Saudi Arabian government. You know, he goes over there, he shakes Khashoggi's hand, uh, I'm sorry, he shakes the crown prince's hand, excuse me. Who's
2: a real gangster, um, by the way. This is a this is a real deal, 30-something yeah. badass. This is a guy that doesn't like America, hasn't liked America. He's imprisoned as the members of his own family. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is a gangster. And he takes a look at this feeble old man and says, well, I could do whatever the hell I want. That's how I interpreted it.
1: Yeah, and that's exactly right. We walk away with nothing, and now here we are. The one thing he wanted was a deal with OPEC Plus or get Saudi Arabia to use some leverage with OPEC Plus, and everybody blew him off. Nobody listened to him.
2: You know, and I'm watching some of the other things that are going on in your articles. Treasury Department creates racial equity. Can can you can you explain to me how this works?
1: I, I catch up, but I just want to make one final point. Oh, on yeah, go gas, ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, which is uh, no worries. If you know the the amount of criticism he got for shaking the crown prince's hand and the diplomatic uh, nightmare that caused the U.S. abroad, you know Israel was very upset about this. And now here we are with nothing to show for any of that. You know, if, at least if you're going to get criticized, please bring something to the table that justifies the action that's generated the criticism. We have none of that in this case. You know, I we think... have him. Go ahead. Oh, I was just saying we have him going out there uh kissing up to the crown prince and then he has nothing to show for it and now here we are with them giving us the finger you know 6 months later or 4 months later
2: you know something tells me when i'm explaining the biden administration to my unborn grandkids Nothing to show for that will be something that, that, that is going to be a phrase. I think you should copyright that and sell that. I think you'll make a, you, that'll be a lot more money than you're making at the Washington uh, 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 Times for doing good work. In the meantime, this story, when I read it on, uh, on your page, Treasury Department creates racial equity. This is a, the most misused, corrupted word in the Eng- English language. What is racial equity? Can you explain it to me, please?
1: Well, what I can tell you what they think it is. What they think it is is that um, what they think it is is a redistribution of wealth so that everybody's equal. Most people think equity, they think equal opportunity and everybody to make the most of it. But what they want to see, and we know this because the woman that they've appointed as the chair of this commission has written articles calling for racial equity by the redistribution of wealth. So that's really. Does that what mean these
2: professional for. athletes of a different race than myself, who signed these multi-multi-million-dollar contracts, are going to help me out with the buying a boat because I really want a boat named Righteous Indignation? Are we going to get a little bit the other way, or how does it work?
1: No, well, they never explain that. They just explain that they will. But no, it, it's not. It, it's going to be the. Uh, it, it's going to be taxpayers. It's going to be people like you and me and. We're going to have to foot the bill for a lot of these things that they want to do, and you know the woman in charge um, of this, um, Alicia Fong, who runs a progressive think tank, she has made the claims that no, it's what she does. She um, she has made you know she has demanded that racial equity be at the center of every government decision, everything from you know vaccine distribution to just about anything else. So that's what they're going to make. The one I want to point out is. You know, this administration has tried several times to um, promote racial equity, and every time they've done it, it's blown up in their face. For example, with the American Rescue Plan, they pushed for a racial equity component that would make it easier for black farmers to apply for uh, financial aid. And a group of white farmers sued saying it was discriminatory. Of course, including judges appointed by president, by president um, by Democratic presidents, agreed that it was discriminatory and they blocked the whole program now that program is shut down
2: no jeff um... as i as i'm thinking about all of this i'm wondering if we're going to get down to some of the, the the positions why they have this ability to perpetrate and wield racism in the name of correcting racism and it always falls back to the to the the interpretation of american slavery and. I'm somebody who loved history. As a kid, I loved history. And something that's fascinating to me, uh, why aren't we talking about the countries in which slavery exists today, both Africa and the Middle East? And why, when we talk about this, do we never talk about the Barbary Pirates and the fact that, according to many historians, the Barbary Pirates had over 1.2 million white slaves. And why are we afraid of this? And why are we not taking this on for the unmitigated fascism and government racism? That this is this is outrageous to me in the year 2022 that so many people are walking around with two feet in a shoe and we're afraid to have this discussion because we feel as if we're guilty for crimes we didn't commit. I never owned a slave. I would never own a slave. I'm getting awful sick and tired of people telling me I'm the bad guy. I don't like it anymore.
1: Well, I think people are afraid to confront it because as soon as you do, you're branded a racist. Um, and I think I made this point last time I, I was on the show or a recent time I was on your show show. There was a hearing I went to um, there was a hearing I went to about the rise of white supremacy in, in America, a uh, congressional hearing. And a lot of the Democrats were really using the hearing to brand Republicans and conservatives as racist. And what I thought was interesting is there was never any pushback from the conservatives. Instead, they would point to the riots in 2020. They would kind of do a whataboutism. But there was never a defense of the Republicans or the conservatives. And the reason was is they were terrified that if they got into that argument, they would be branded as racist. So they just decided, and I wrote an article about this, they just decided it was easier to bring up whataboutism instead of actually confronting the issue head-on. That's how afraid they are of being labeled a racist.
2: That's outrageous, because the real threat to America and the quality of life in America, the principles of America, the unalienable rights of the citizens, is the fact that we're dealing with government supremacists, and they are wielding and misusing and misappropriating this power to destroy the quality of life of the youngest and the richest and the most prosperous country, because they think it wasn't good enough, and they're re- they're they're refusing to admit they're turning us into a union of Soviets, a fraudulent government that has no credibility in its institutions anymore this this particular administration has destroyed any credibility of any of the bureaucracies and I'm wondering if this is getting any kind of pickup or people are recognizing this
1: I don't see it getting any pickup here in Washington, and I don't think the average American's recognizing it. Because it's happening at such a high level, and it's so subtle that Americans, you know, they're busy getting their kids to school. They're busy trying to get taxes done. They're trying to go to PTA meetings. Yeah, And, and the country's I, I being stolen. Yeah, I, I don't see people paying attention to this, and it's not getting any attention in the mainstream media. But look at this. Now we've had this, you know, the Treasury Department, which should be a, a department that is just focused on dollars. In economic policy, you now we've got this, this lens to go through. We've got, I mean, nobody trusts the Justice Department anymore. No. And you could go through each department. I mean, the IRS, now we're, we're expanding that to a level that's raising a lot of concerns that they're going to start going after anybody who has $600 in their bank account. Systematically, we can go through department by department and tick off all the ways in which Americans have lost trust in it.
2: Yes. And, and what happens is we turn into a third world corrupt oligarch system in which I argued against when Poroshenko was bribing Paul Manafort, when Ukraine was embroiled in a civil war where it was ethnic cleansing Russian Jews for the last seven and a half years, and here we are where we keep enriching the oligarch corrupted government of Ukraine. I'm sorry, I know it's bombastic to a certain people, but I know you understand the premise of which I'm viewing this. I don't like any corrupt government, whether it's in South America, Central America, Eastern Europe, or, or in Russia itself. But the idea that we're funding this and no one has a total on it. I saw your article, six hundred and twenty five million. It's almost a joke that they even say it. How much how many billions have we given the Ukrainian oligarch government in this in this so called war with Russia?
1: Um we've given them probably I think the total I saw was I believe it was sixteen point five billion. Um I believe that's the total. And that's not counting, you know, the man that's just counting military assistance. It's not counting um, the aid uh, that we've provided going back since before the war. I mean, one of the U.S. has sent so much aid, and the Biden administration always tells that they've sent a lot of it, but even under the Trump administration, I mean, Ukraine's been getting a lot of aid for the U.S. for a very long period of time. This isn't anything new. I mean, um, and that's one of the promises. It's just a nation that's, or it's just a country that's so dependent on the U.S.
2: I remember that, they, didn't they impeach Trump over a phone call with the with this Ukrainian really? president, and uh, yep, you know please. they went crazy about it because he didn't want to send all the money. He wanted some verification that they had solved their corruption issue. I, I like how that just does just went away. I mean, what are you what, what are you seeing in Washington? Are there are there other people? You know, I mean, I know you're always on top of this. Are there other people who spent their career fighting in the name of anti-war and this idea of fighting imperialism? I'm I'm almost in a sick. uh uh, what do they call it schadenfreude enjoying the fact that they are now step and fetch propagandists do you think that deep in the bones of those old-fashioned peaceniks they're starting to see kind of the scam going on
1: no i've never seen the peaceniks as hawkish as they are when it comes to ukraine (laughs) um when i talk to them here they are incredibly i mean people i know on the who are um on the left side of politics who um are traditionally anti they're extremely hawkish on this war um and i think it's simply because biden is president
2: so now you wrote an article four hours ago and i did not read it totally i was going through it when the interview doj wins court fight to fast track its appeal of special master reviewing trump documents this is something that i'm i'm watching as somebody who did not support donald trump in 2016 because he had been so cozy, bribed some very specific Chicago Democrats like Rahm Emanuel and Ed Burke. I didn't like him because he had been in bed with so many Democrats, from the Clintons to the Chicago ones. So that's why I didn't support him. He won me through through active policy. I've never seen in this country, and there's been some horrific stories of political persecution, especially when it comes to MLK and the rest of it. I've never seen anything like this. Can the the law of America be used as a shield or has it been so bastardized it's just another weapon explain what this court fi- uh, uh, fight means for donald trump and means for the integrity in american legal system
1: well, was, that was
2: a good question i want
1: to point out that there was another um there's another incident there's another issue in the court in the trump case that i think is more illuminating which is um by accident, and i use quote I use quotes around the word accident, the Justice Department posted a partial list of the documents that they had seized, and you go now granted it's a partial list it's only about five hundred and twenty pages out of I think the two hundred thousand pages, so it's a very small percentage, but you look what's on that list of what they seized, and there's nothing in there that the Justice Department would have any interest in it's notes about people he could possibly pardon. It's insurance forms. Um, it's it's personal letters. It's unbelievable how mundane these documents are that have been that at least these numbers have been seized by the Justice Department. It's and I think that's actually the most interesting development in the Trump case to date.
2: You know, it's funny. It's funny that you see that they thought they were going to have this treasure trove of evidence, and now they're putting together this ridiculousness. But yet, in the public eye in particular the the public eye that looks past the obvious and and, and undeniable corruption of, of both parties, but specifically the Democrat Party. Do did the, did the facts even matter anymore?
1: Well, at this point, um, we've been, you know, the Justice Department's been using language, that inflammatory language, it's in the court documents. We're quoting it, I'm quoting it, you know, other people, and, and other reporters are quoting it. And it's sort of, takes on a life of its own because they're using such strong rhetoric in their court filings that you see it parroted. And, you know, it's, it's a case that has, or it's an investigation that has not been decided yet. You know, we still don't know what was seized. We don't know why president Trump or president Trump had those documents. We don't know a lot of things. And I feel like in, in, because of what's been in these, what's been alleged, we have not had, um, what the Justice Martin's alleging has sort of become fact when it really hasn't withstood any scrutiny at all.
2: Jeff, you are a native son of Pennsylvania. You've gotten awards from Delaware Press, Maryland, uh, Delaware DC. I mean, this is where you grew up. When you think of Green Ridge, which is the neighborhood in which Joe Biden grew up from the 1940s to the 1960s, do you remember there being a strong puerto rican presence there where it could have raised joe biden to be down with the struggle
1: (laughs) no and if you look up um if you do some census investigation um when you know joe biden was starting his political career in roughly 1970 um the i forget the exact number but 97.6
2: percent white
1: right and I think when you did the Puerto Rican population, it comes down to less that was less than two percent. It was like one and a half percent. Or
2: 170 registered Puerto Ricans. Hundred and seventy.
1: Yeah. Yes. So uh I mean it's it's midterm pandering. It, it's it's simply what it is. But it's also interesting because you have this on the heels of some other notable gaps, including uh the president asking for a dead congresswoman last week. Yeah. And you know, all of this stuff.
2: He tripped over a weed today in Florida. I don't know if you saw. I'm not kidding you.
1: Tripped over a weed. I saw that video. I saw that video. And a lot of that's really starting to raise. I think, you know, we're starting to, I think it's starting to raise some, some questions. I think it's easy to explain away one or two of these things, but when they start to pile up, I do think that's going to make the American voter, um, raise some questions yeah
2: especially the fact you know that in in saudi arabia i believe it's it's the percentages 80 percent of all marriages are between first second third cousins we've got an inbred ruler who has nukes and uh has it uh, doesn't like america somebody better rescue us i mean joe biden was in florida i hope they tucked him in a retirement home because uh i don't like a post-apocalyptic america i'm already having trouble in a democrat city i want to thank you jeff Mordack for what you do thank you sean keep it up thank you very much brother We'll be back with your calls and comments after this.
0: He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer.
2: Nice, bold, kid. That's the first time you heard that. With your clothes on.
0: Ah. Oh
2: i got to take Steve, because he's got a valid point. It's an extremely important point, something that gets lost in the wayside. Steve on I-55. Hey,
6: good afternoon. How are you? Or good evening.
2: Good evening, Steve. You have an excellent point.
7: Yeah, um,
6: actually, there's several things that have come up here, and, and I know you guys have touched base on the... Uh, the slavery issue, which was a horrific part of our history, and it's happened all over the world. It is still going on in parts of the world, but a lot of people are not aware of uh, uh, people like William April Ellison, one of the largest uh, slave owners that happened to had prior was a slave himself. And one of the most ferocious
2: and feared, and the longest, and a, a major uh, uh, money supplier for a lot of the problems that happened prior to the Civil War. Yeah, I'm very aware of him, Willie Ellison.
6: Yeah, and then uh, didn't Kamala Harris's dad admit that they own their uh, ancestors owned slaves?
2: Yeah, but they liked them. They liked their slaves. They treated them very well. Everything was fine with those slaves. Yeah, like the Barbary right, like Sean. the Barbary pirates. One point two million white slaves. Shh, right. don't talk right. about the fact that we're white slaves. The Ulster Scots or a lot of the indentured yeah. servants. A lot of problems. Yeah.
6: Right. Nat, uh, Nathaniel Gordon, Captain Nathaniel Gordon was a, a white uh, captain that was running slaves down around the coast and our Navy intercepted him and he was hung for what he did, mm-hmm. uh, even though it didn't affect it wasn't going to come to the United States. But however, I think even Lincoln wrote in uh, regarding this, that if that's what it took to to put an end, you know, to say that this was a horrific um a horrific uh, act that was going on, and they wanted it stopped. They they tried to, you know, began during the times of the constitution to outlaw it. it took It took a while. Well, and then, uh, and, but, and here's uh, another
2: uh, thing: Why are you able to indict people now for crimes of of hundreds of years ago? And if that's the case, why aren't we indicting for the crimes of the new find that are? Tens of thousands of years old where they found slave quarters and, and, and proof that there was slavery tens of thousands of years ago. I mean, why do we just get to pick and choose? And now we we let the dumbest people, the most corrupt people, the American Democrat, circa 2022, wield government supremacy. Why do we allow this all to happen? These are very interesting questions, well, I, but I was calling more yeah. about your, your veterans point.
6: Yes, yes. Uh, i just seen this, and uh, it's pretty disturbing. Here we are, uh, as your last caller indicated, how many billions of dollars went to Ukraine, still money going there, and we are, uh, i just seen this on the Internet, that the government is telling our military to get on SNAP, to get on Mm -hmm. food stamps. Mm -hmm. When they deserve, they should have the best medical care. They should be able to walk into any hospital in the country with their family, and get the best care. You know, it's an interesting Um,
2: position because uh, uh, I I have a long family history of of, uh, brave, tough, patriotic men that joined for all of those propaganda reasons, and every one of them that comes home reminds me that what the American military really is is the best men, the best citizens, the best women being controlled by the most corrupt that describes mm-hmm. so much yeah. of our foreign policy and so much of the mm-hmm. ignorance in the American people that would even tolerate an American veteran living on the streets because of American political whore policy. That's the problem. Right. You know. Right. So thank you. We I couldn't agree with that. that point even and, more. But, Steve, and, that's why we must use this time to educate mm-hmm. the moron that would still recognize the, the, the mafia as a Democrat party. That would still recognize it as an option. We must educate them into saying, do you know right Right. now, right now, we've got nine coups that happened in Africa. Does anybody know why? Does anybody know why? We have troops, National Guard troops from Florida, Ohio, Wisconsin, Nebraska, all these, and it never is picked up by national media. Never one. It just goes on the local news. And nobody gives a rip about these 700 guys in Wisconsin that were ripped away from their families seven days ago. How come we? How could mm. it be? We never hear of this. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So thank you, Steve.
6: Yeah, I I, uh, I go to uh, Epoch Times and uh, uh, several Breitbart and other ones because they're the only reliable sources of news
2: for now. And now we live in for an not, America. Yeah, I mean, for now, now we live in an America where fifty percent of the country supports government censorship because they're scum. Thank you very much. We could call them morons. You, want, you prefer morons? Is that better? Well, that's all they're made up of. The corrupt scum or those that are too stupid to see it. Yeah, keep voting. Oh, the, the Democrats. And then there's the Republicans. Then there's the scum Republicans. I'll never forget the accusations of the Middle East and uh, Bush, Cheney, war criminals. And I used to say, boy, yeah, but what about September 11th? And then you start looking into it. And you start looking into it. You start looking into it. That was the greatest thing to happen for American political corruption. The greatest. That's when it now uses its righteous fraud corruption to take away every unalienable right. Millions of your fellow Americans have fought and died for and believed in. Oath keepers. Oh, they're oath keepers. Stupid son of a dog. Michael on the south side. Hi, Sean. Hi, Michael. Hey, Sean. How's it going? Good. I'm having fun. I'm having a time of my life, to tell you the truth. I got the best problems of anybody from my entire neighborhood. How about you?
1: Oh, well, life is sweet. That's right. And it, life is sweet. Thank you for asking. And, and I, I have flip-flops on today. because
2: I am a refugee from Ian. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, I heard. Uh, my my best to you and your family. Oh, yeah. Everything's Never. Thank Never. Cool. Well, just you know what? Because I like your show so much and also Dan's show yeah. and uh, John Anthony's show. Well, Dan and Amy's show. So I bought a ticket for the Freedom Summit upcoming in, in uh, November. You have to and come. one of my goals.
2: You have to come up to me. Can you promise me?
1: Yes. Um, one of my goals is to shake your hand.
2: Oh, well, let me tell you something. It's my goal. So we're going to make that happen. In fact, you're going to go on hold, and you're going to give Honey Money your last name, and I'm going to make sure that we expedite that um, upon your entr- entrance. Do you do you mind being on hold? Yeah. No, right, oh, not at all. Actually, I, plan, I, I think she's coming too, right? Honey Bunny may be there or may not. We never let the, 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 the location of Honey Bunny be known because she has so many followers who know just by her lovely nature and her good quality job that she is beautiful. And it's all true. Thank you very much, Michael. Hang on. Honey Bunny, Michael's last name so we could expedite that.
0: 312-642-5600. I'll be back. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free. Or die on The Sean Thompson Show on AM 560. The Answer. AM 560. The Answer. I really do love this. I'm having the time of my life. Love it.
2: We are going to fight back against this corrupt mafia. I'm going to break it apart. Believe me. Because all it needs is to be exposed for the open and notorious mafia that it is. A duopoly, duopoly of corruption. Republicans are just as fracking bad. That's why they don't like when somebody comes in and disrupts the flow. Got it. Dis- we got to get that. We got to get that foreign policy scam, scandal, kickbacks and paybacks and mafia. Got to get it under control. Got to keep the weaponization of a currency in which only could have been bankrupted by corruption of the political system. That's why we have to jam through continuing resolutions. Ask if you happen to bump into a scumbag moron Democrat. Ask him if he knows what a continuing resolution is. I got two to one says he has no idea. Two to one says the average Democrat voter can't explain to you what a continuing resolution is. Tom in Blue Island.
0: Hey, Sean, dittos. Uh, when you get on the bushes, I, I supported W. Uh, for eight years, defended him, him as old man, and you know what? I wear it like a scar of <laughs> not embarrassment. Into the wrong tavern.
2: Yeah, yeah. I got one on my just face lack from of knowledge. I got one on my face from Eddie Rockets. I walked up to the wrong crew of guys, and I was drunk. Chavez told me, "Go ahead, you could take those seventeen guys." Didn't end well. I got a scar too. I understand, Tom. That's all right. You live and you learn. But you, the good news yes, is the difference, the difference between yes, good sir. people and bad people. We admit it. Listen, I voted for that piece of garbage, too. I made a huge mistake, and now look at the pickle we're in.
3: We must stop the terror. I call upon all nations to do everything they can to stop these terrorist killers. Thank Thank you. you. Now watch this drive.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You corrupt scumbag. David in Cherville. Hey, how you doing? Good. How are you, buddy? This is a great I'm, point. I'm
3: doing well, man. appreciate
2: Appreciate your
3: uh, show and your stance. I just want to know why? Why is we're all talking about how Biden is going to Puerto Rico, right? Well, he went. Oh, yeah, he went. And he's given more great. money. Yeah, because, because they're underserved. Underserved. Mm-hmm. What? What about the millions and millions of dollars that Trump made happen? to send to the warehouses that rotted in the warehouses because the truck drivers wanted a race to deliver it. Why is nobody talking
8: about that?
2: I love that point, and I will never forget about the the multiple. uh, They have governors, which is their version of a a dictator. Oh, she's a joke. She was a joke. But how many went to prison before her? How many are, 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 are the special elections, the removals? You know, this is the thing, David. You just did. To the, the, the accidental moron Democrat that's listening, something that, that the CPS has never done. You educated them on the actual reality of how a corrupt sewer nation pretends to be independent. The I whole mean, time living on American welfare. Later, American they're welfare. They're still
3: finding stuff in, well, in, in warehouses. They're still finding rotting yeah. supplies that we sent them
6: I to agree with you, mitigate
3: Dave. their problems. And Low- then they're, then they're going to
6: say that Trump threw him a, a, a You're roll right. of paper towels.
2: David, don't get mad at me. I'm running against me? the end of the show. You're 100% right. Greg, real quick. It's a great point. Go ahead. Get it out. Okay. You know, Sean, uh, I closed the show. That's fantastic, man. It, Thank anyway, you, man.
3: The word slave comes from the ethnic group Slav, who were
2: my people. I'm a 100% pure Polak. and damn proud of it. Greg. They were enslaved by the Iron Empire. I love it. I went long. Please call back tomorrow. It was a great point. We'll start there tomorrow. 21 hours. Don't just have a great night.
0: Have an American night